Hello, everyone. Hey. Hello, hello. Welcome back to season two. How's everyone doing? Whew. Bopping and weaving, but we good. I mean, I'm good. I'm hanging. Just bopping and weaving. A lot happened since we left you guys in season one. So season two is going to concentrate on conversations and relationships. So today we're going to start out with a conversation topic where we left off on our um, exercising rights to vote episode. So today we're going to kind of react to the voting outcome of the 2020 um, election. You're listening to Unfiltered Liming with BLT. Every week, we will reflect on our journeys on trying to navigate between our parents' traditional culture versus American culture. We are your hosts, Bertied, Lisa, and Terry. No one's talking. Happy New Year! So let's get unfiltered. Hello! <laughs> Hello, Elle. What's happening? There's a whole lot happening over here. Oh, Elle in America. Where do we get started? <laughs> <laughs> we on lockdown, curfew, pandemic, everything going on in DC. I'm telling you, oh, we in the third world country. I feel like I'm, I'm over in the other side of the world right now. Lord, forgive me, my people listening on the other side of the world, but I feel like I need a plane ticket and like it's peaceful over on the other side of the ocean. Oh, yes. Let me tell you, there's tankers outside, oh, ladies. There's tankers God. outside. So, so let's talk about that, Lisa. Let's talk about this, this wonderful. So this is January, right? We got a new administration, right, going in. But apparently the current one don't want to leave apparently thinks that this is his real estate and staying and where he is. So the whole family has gotten together and they gave the fighting words. They gave the go ahead. And all of a sudden, what did we see on all media channels alerts a week or so ago in this wonderful January season, a bunch of folks, I'm not going to mention what color they were, but, they're climbing walls of the Capitol. They got guns. They got they got flags saying they taking over. Actually stormed in. What? B, where did they storm in? Please clarify for the folks they, out there on the other side of the world. So they stormed in at the state capitol in DC, y'all. Like this, this, this wonderful, supposed to be what? Very secure place. You're not even allowed on the steps. <laughs> where there was, yeah, right. Where there was barriers, I think there was barriers. Like I'm just talking. I don't know if this is all factual. I just seen what was on TV. The barriers. <laughs> the barriers went to go get service that day. The barriers and the cops were out there, and they stormed while Congress. But the thing is, let let let's back up. Why were they there in the first place? Because that day was the day for what? For Congress or Senate, House, whatever, they were supposed to, again, final count to make it official. Yes, electoral votes to count to make it again. If this is like the fifth, tenth, 100,000 count about, yo, there's a new administration coming. I don't know why we need to count so damn time, but this is a process. So they counted, right? So they were in the process of doing that. And the man sitting at the White House saying, yo... (laughs) can't believe i'm sorry it's not funny but i just like to be like he's like yo my people rise up 
lack of a better word. <laughs> like, rise up, come through. Like, I feel that's like gangster stuff, right? That's like Godfather. Rise yeah, up, you know? Yeah. Rise, this is our territory. What we doing? Like, rise up. You Who's know, who? But they went real. to the mattresses for this one. But let's keep it real. He already forewarned us. Didn't he tell them to stand by? Mm. Talk about proud it. Boys. He said the proud boys stand by. My alerts was just like, you know, when you see some shenanigans is my word, people shenanigans on TV. And you be thinking like, OK, sometimes the media, they're real good at these news things. But this is not happening really on my screen. <laughs> like I had to literally log in to all my channels to make sure like, okay, it's on my phone. I know I see it on my phone, but this is not real. Logged in. And then I call Lisa, be like, yo, because you know, she's boots on the ground. So I'm yep. like, yo, what's happening in your streets? I was like, girl, I was just trying to get a salad. <laughs> We're back to the salad business. <laughs> Let me just interject for here, just so anybody who does not know, um, in the midst of all the melee down there, our wonderful Lisa was determined to get her salad, which was located not too far from where all of this was happening. So when they said that they were closing down or they were shutting down because of this, Lisa said, uh, but you still have my salad. Not before I get my salad. They gave a curfew, but she needed to get see again, folks. This is why sometimes black people I'm gonna need us to get it together. No, that's not even a black person. That is a West Indian. A West Indian says, Okay, I understand. But we're Mating. We're Mating. That's that was a Lisa move right there, just so you know, ladies and gentlemen. So I, know, I know I know we're laughing, but it is a serious matter. So I do want your ladies, you know, take a few minutes. We're reacting to this because this is actually, you know, a lot of comeback. So I want each one of you ladies take a few minutes and explain your reaction to what historically, because this is a historical moment, all seriousness in this country about what? About this riot. And the majority of the folks in this riot were people of... What is it? Caucasian descent. I don't want to discriminate. There were a few of us speckles in there, you know. But take a few minutes and give your thoughts, your reaction, your, you know, what you'll be ex talking about with your family. Just react to this whole riot, this whole thing happening down your street. Well, Lisa, go ahead. <laughs> okay, no, seriously, this whole all jokes aside. It is a very serious mm -hmm. matter. It's actually very disheartening. Um, the big part that really hit home for me and hurt the most was even before the Black Lives Matter protest. It was a young lady. I feel like her name is Mariah Carey. C-A-R-E-Y. How do you say that? It's Carey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mariah Carey. Um it's a young black woman. She drove from Connecticut to D.C. and she had her baby in her car. Um, supposedly, she made a U-turn at a checkpoint that led her to being killed. She drove from the White House to the Capitol mm -hmm. in her car. A two-door black infinity surrounded by Secret Service and Capitol Police. Mm. Yep. And in that situation... She's driving her car. You're trying to get control of the situation and you felt necessary to shoot her down. But it was okay for what? Over 
one to 200 people to mm-hmm. storm and actually get into a building that normally you can't even hardly stand on the stairs at. That to me, that hurt me the most because at that point in time, immediately I felt like that's an inside job. And number two, besides stating the obvious, that when it comes to people of color, it's very blatant that we're treated differently once again. And you showed us that in what? When was the other Black Lives March or protest? What is that, mm-hmm. six months ago? Mm-hmm. Six, seven months ago. So in a less than 365 days, you managed to show us once again mm-hmm. that we're not of privilege. We don't have the same rights. Mm-hmm. They basically can get together and do whatever the hell they want. Because mm-hmm. there's no way on God's green earth how one woman can get gunned down, but hundreds of men and women can storm a government building. And yes, there were police, Capitol Police presence around, but it was too, it was too easy for them. And that to me is heartbreaking if more than anything. So explain to me, Lisa, if it was, let's say the protest was us, you know, was of different nationality, different minorities. What do you think would have happened? Oh, there would have been mass murder. I'm just going to keep it real. Right. Bloodshed, the paddy wagons. What about you, Terry? What I didn't understand was how is it that a peaceful protest became a target of the police and the law enforcement being aggressive with a peaceful with peaceful protesters as opposed to the aggressive mob that came in and they ran from them so what is that really saying here was it a setup did they just not want to have any conflict with them and just let them do what they want to do? Were they were orders given to stand down? That because orders were given for the peaceful protesters when they were doing the Black Lives Matter. Um, when they were doing that march. Orders were given that even if someone flinched the wrong way, you know, let let go, let loose. However, these people, and I say these people because this gang, right? Because that's exactly what they are. They're a gang, people, angry mob that had the nerve to go to the Capitol, bust through, and just want to be able to say whatever they want to say and do whatever they want to do. And it was okay. It was okay. No one moved. People ran away from them. They did not touch them. So basically, who are the police really protecting? And when, when, when is it right? When is the right time for them to either stand down or stand up? I feel it's so backwards. Well, that's 
Yeah, that's the question because you have to also, I know in when this happened, a lot of information was coming out. So one of the information that came out, and I'm sure that like you mentioned, is the fact that orders were given before the Black Lives Matters, right? Because the thing about it is Black Lives Matters was a coordinating event. Right. People knew like, yo, this is going to happen this day, whatever, whatever. This basically was like, yeah, it's happening, but not. It was like once the order was given, people were ready to go. Like you said, Lisa. Right. Like, yo. And when that happened, the difference was. The person that gave the order for this was the same person giving the order for the other one. Right. So, yo, we need to interject here, sweetheart. You know what the difference was? Do you know what the difference was? The word black. What was it? Right. That's what I'm getting at. The person that's sitting there that's giving the order, he's giving the orders to both. Right. He's giving the order for his people to do what they want to do. And he's giving an order for your military black folks. You're not. Well, that's what I'm. It's that is that authority giving the order. Right. Because the thing is, military was out. A bunch of police was out for Black Lives Matters all the time. Right. In every city, every state, whenever they were like, yo, y'all not coming here, whatever the people were saying, we're not doing this, whatever, whatever. They were basically ready for us. Right. Mm -hmm. But for this one, what, what what it was just local police. They had to actually call in other reinforcement. But y'all knew this was coming. That's my question. They knew. Governor Hogan had came out and said that he got a call from a strange number he had never seen before and was like, can you come now? Okay. They, they, you know what I'm saying? They were coming. Sorry, Lisa. They knew they were coming and they knew exactly what the itinerary was because they did not hide it to say we coming we coming strong and we coming deep they didn't hide it so it wasn't like it yeah. was secret yeah, yeah because they have they have one goal in mind they feel like if you know i'm upset about something right and i'm telling you i'm coming because you already know i'm upset what do you think i'm coming for to break bread like, what you think I'm coming for? I'm, and I'm telling you, I'm coming in with guns loaded. Like, that's the other thing, too. Some of these people had guns, right? So if I'm coming to you armed, then at what point do you not take the extra precaution? Because the thing is, if I'm armed, right, and, like, and I'm walking around and you know I'm armed and dangerous, wouldn't that be automatically like, hey, yo, you know, you have military out there ready because you don't know what they're gonna do you don't know the life of people like you don't know you understand what i'm saying like i just don't understand i guess the process of knowing like yeah people have rights first amendments and all this stuff but that first amendments again doesn't apply like you said terry to us it just mm -mm. not in the same way mm -mm. And they came in there. Some of them were military, military too. They came in there with zip ties. They they were coming in there to basically tie people up and some more stuff. Taking pictures. Did you see the one? I'm sorry. So there's one that I'm going to react to because I just thought that was very, and it just, this one shows the boldness and shows just again, how we're reacting to the fact that there you could tell the big difference so there's a picture of a guy that's sitting in pelosi's desk with the feet up taking a picture that picture went around and smiling and left a note saying like we are coming back or we're not backing down did you see that but my thing is again sitting at an official government's desk 
taking selfies. Like they It's not breaking and entering. Yes, it is. I'm just asking. I don't know. Yes, it is. I mean, y'all maybe somebody that's in law enforcement. If you're listening, please help us understand. I'm. I'm. I'm just making sure that you know we are. What we're saying is legit. I'm not really sure about how the law works. <laughs> and I just feel at the end of the day, because there was not that much police presence around, and then the other jurisdictions like D.C. police and Maryland and Alexandria police, they mm-hmm. got called in after they had already mm-hmm. breached. Yeah. That call came after. Yeah. Yeah. And my thing is, I feel like also the police and I don't know if it's like, you know, I don't know whether it was a setup or not. I can't because I know we all know people that serve in uniform. Right. And my thing is, some people are like, oh, there's video cameras of of certain police officer letting them through. My thing is, if your back is against the wall, I don't know in that situation personally, what are you going to do with a mob? You you ain't set up for success. I'm not. I'm saying yeah. Probably if it was if it was us, they would have already shot us. It doesn't matter how much you know how many of us were coming after them. But I'm just saying I don't know that part. To me, I heard that there's you know because there's recordings, right? They're saying there's recordings of police officer basically saying, "Oh yo, come on in." Yeah, yeah. And so I, just like a speckle, I said from the moment that it happened, I felt wholeheartedly that was an inside job because there's mm-hmm. no way really i mm. felt like it was inside and inside from the president inside from capitol police just inside all the way around and for those officers who really didn't know what was going on and who was really fighting for their lives i feel for mm. them but i think it was inside and yeah i don't know but i know the capitol um police the head of capitol police he resigned Right really? after that, a lot of people yeah, he resigned, but mm-hmm. then, but he he came out and made a statement and said that he put in, I forgot how many several requests for backup and didn't get it. Mm. So I don't know. Wow. And the funny thing is, I remember being in D.C. like a, several years ago, and I think there's a lot of people that said, you know, like you couldn't even as close as they got. You weren't able to get that close before. Like they had, like they had, you know what I'm saying? So again, I know it's one of those things. um, And one of the best memes that I've seen is the fact that, and I think it's whole true. I don't want nobody talking about third world country, Africa, Haiti, or none of those people talking about this does not happen in America because Mm -hmm. this has been proven. (laughs) That it can. And, and what are you saying to the rest of the world? Because the rest of the world's government look up to our democracy. You know what I'm saying? So what are you saying to them? They try to model themselves after us. And we just showed. Our asses, basically. Well, I don't well, know. Was, I don't want to say. We, yeah, I guess you can say because America voted this man that had no prior experience in politics and voted in an unqualified person that got us to this point to where we are today. So America didn't do their homework. Or maybe they did. And they used him as a pawn, right? Quite uh, possible. I've thought about that too. Mm-hmm. There's, two, that there's too. two sides to every cone. Cause the thing about it is, um, 
a lot of times, you know, it is said that, yo, you know, the wrong person, but I feel like it's the right person at the right time. Everything yeah. happened for a season for a reason, because yeah. if, if it didn't happen, and I think Steve Harvey and listening to him, he's like, as a minority in this country, we've always known this, mm-hmm. right? It's not like we haven't. And I think it's very important to not, to not distinguish and not to say like, but we've always known this. It's just now, like you just said, Lisa, it's on a national scale, right? At another mm-hmm. level that people are like, yeah, well, we know this, mm-hmm. but it's not really that bad. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now it's showing like, yo, it's really that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So moving on to which leads us to the next. And later that week. So ladies, whoever wants to start, let us know. How do you feel about, you know, what's transpired in the 2020 election? This is some damn shenanigans. That's all I have to say. It's the foolishness. You care to to elaborate. Listen, all I know is snake, there's no snake. And I tell you why I say that. It's because. Snakes, there's no snakes. Snakes, there's no snakes. Snake does no snake. Yes, snake does no snake. If he wasn't shucking and jiving, and he know who he is, if he wasn't shucking and jiving from when he ran for office, then he wouldn't know where to look or what to do. Snake does no snake. He did. mm -mm. Mm, That's excellent. I'm just, it it just amazes me that you can't even say, you know something? Okay, you know something? I did lose. All right, it is Mm. what it is. I lost. Maybe I didn't do things right. I lost. Let me bow out gracefully. You going down fighting, as the Trinidadians would say, fighting the good fight. Why are you going down fighting? And you know, plain and simple that, you know, it's over. It's a done deal. But you trying, you looking under every rock that you could be able to pull something out of where you done tuck your stuff in under them rocks to pull out to see exactly, you know, what I could, what I could do now to hold up stuff. Come on now, give it a break. Yeah. Give it a break. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've had enough. Come on now. Party's over. But let, but let me ask you this, like, what about the results, though? Like, how do you feel? I know, like, we cover in that because you know that. But, like, the results of actually people coming out and exercising their, their you know, rights, are you kind of, like, happy with the result of what's inspired? Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, I mean, we, I think the people came out because the people are tired of the bullshit. So now mm. they're like, we got, we have to do something different because this is not everything that has happened is not a behind closed doors. And you didn't know this was so blatant. So now people are like, things got to change. Cause if we, mm-hmm. if it doesn't change, we're going to go down in flames and we are. We are, if you notice. I mean, we're the only country that's really struggling here. You know, I was telling Lisa and I were having this conversation earlier. This is the only country that is struggling here. And I'm glad that people came out in droves, stood in line, and 
stayed in line to make mm. sure that they had a say in the change. And I am grateful for that. And I applaud everyone for banding together for that. Yes, that's excellent. Because, you know, actually, according to statistics, you know, 2020 presidential election turnout was 66.2 percent, whereas in 2016, it was 60.1%. Mm. Then the highest in 1908 was at 65.7%. So wow. that just gives you an idea, you know, <laughs> people came out because also too, you're embarrassing us. Like, mm, you know, and, and the other thing we have to look at also too, how the whole pandemic was handled. Mm -hmm. So if you were smart, brethren, if you had listened to the professional people and did the right things, you actually could have won a second round, even though the majority of us didn't want you, mm -hmm. but you actually would have had a hell of a chance of winning. Come on. Like it was too blatant. And the fact that you were yelling voter fraud from the beginning, mm. I mean, even when you won against Hillary and she won the popular vote, you wanted a recount like dummy. What do you need a recount for? You freaking won. Do you mm. That goes to show me you don't fully understand the process and you're in it for the wrong reason. Mm. So as far as a reaction, um, it actually, it's the weirdest thing. I feel like it was a relief. Like there was a weight lifted a little bit mm -hmm. when the results came out. Mm. I also felt like in the past when there was elections, it's kind of like you have the election night, mm -hmm. you get the results that night, the next right. morning they have a little right. bit of chatter and then it's done. And then you have inauguration in January. Right. This no. felt it, like, <laughs> it took you know, I don't ever. know if it was, a, I don't know if I want to compare it to Super Bowl or I want to, Compared to the to the Olympics or something where you wait for a long damn time for the results. Yeah, or the out. playoffs, basketball, the playoffs. Like it yes. just felt like every day was like you had to go to game seven. Oh right. Man. Wait until game seven to see who's coming out. <laughs> yeah, and that in itself was stressful. Like cause mm -hmm. also too, it's not we're not used to that. Mm -hmm. Typically the elections they come out that night is done, you yep. move on. You found yourself every night like, yo, did, did anything change? Okay, we got one more electoral vote, mm -hmm. you know. It's like a scoreboard. It was literally yeah. like a scoreboard yeah. day. Mm -hmm. How long? No, it was more than days. It was it's weeks. Week. Anticipation. It was week. They yeah. called it. It was a whole week later before they actually called it. It's never last that long. Right. Uh -huh. it, was on a, it was a Sunday, right? It was a Sunday that it was called at like right. 11 o'clock in the morning. So that definitely was not normal. Right. But do you also think because they 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 made sure because remember with with the last election. So do you feel like they waited to make sure because I they knew so. who they were dealing with? With Yes, I think, sure so, yeah, I think you know so. what I'm saying? Like you had to make sure your numbers, all your your your, you know, your T's were crossed, your dot, because you didn't want. I mean, even though it's still happening, but you know what I mean? I feel like the, they were very precise in the count to make sure before that anything was said. <laughs> You know yes. what I mean? Like it was a check, double sure. check, triple check type thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. were really and and let's keep it real. I feel like we're so advanced with technology now that yeah. the fraud is not no. Like we're ahead of mm -hmm. that. Right. But because he was yelling that you're right. They were they were making sure their I's were dotted and T's were crossed. 
I mean, think about it. No election was done and over with November, right? And going into the whole month of November. Yeah, like going into January still up until the time that they're about to take over office. He's still not really, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, like grasping the concept because normally I've never seen it where a past administration knowing they lost are going so hard still make noise. I've never heard, like, I feel like whenever uh, an administration loses, you don't hear about them really that much, right? Like, I I don't know if it's me, but I just never felt like I heard about them making laws or them making, you know, like so many goals coming out. And I feel like, what is happening right now? Like, I'm lost with what this process right now is so weird to me because it's never been um, where, you know, someone is going so hard. But yeah, I think they went hard. And I think that this has happened because a lot of people on his team, if you weren't for him, you were against him. And he just kept dropping people. So those people I felt, and this this is just my opinion, must have said, you know something, lack of a better word, fuck this. You know something? It's your ass now. So now what he did was, (laughs) what they did Mm -hmm. was they probably ganged up against him and made sure that everything was the way it's supposed to be set up. Now, I bet you any money, if the situation was different, they probably would have rode for him because mm-hmm. he was a better person. But because he was this type of person that if you're not with me, you're against me. And, you know, and you he just started firing people for all these petty reasons. People got tired. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I think people were just tired. The people in the cabinet, the people out of the cabinet, the people on the counter, the people in the cupboard, the people all over the place. <laughs> I'm telling All you. Over. Yes, no, and if you think about it, what they what's a, what's attractive about him is that he says the things that a lot of people are thinking. Mm-hmm. He does. He'll come out and say it with no mm-hmm. filter. And a lot of people think right. it's so entertaining and so funny and you know, but what happens is then they take that and they run with it. And this is the reason why we have all this chaos all over the place. No, mm-hmm. you being the leader, you have to be able to know how to temper what you're saying. So mm-hmm. a lot of that goes with, you know, that's why a lot of these people are still following him. And when I say these people, I'm yeah. talking about, you know, he has his faithful followers. He does. Mm-hmm. Let's call a spade mm-hmm. a spade. Whether he win, lose, or draw, they they gonna follow right. him until the, you know, until the ends of the earth. And you know something? They know that he's wrong, but they still gonna follow him anyway because of the foolishness. Yeah, yeah they're embarrassed too, because yeah. it's like, you know, this is what I've been yelling all the time. I can't change my my message halfway stream, you know, that's right. You know, your team is losing, but you know, you're a fan. So you just going to still keep going, riding with them. And my team has lost, but I'm still going to wave that flag. Right. So let me ask you this, um, Lisa or Terry, but Lisa, did anything during this process come out with your family during this voting process that, you know, may have came out? Yes. So what's interesting Again, like we discussed in our previous episode of voting rights, we talked about, well, actually, you dropped the bomb that originally Republicans mm-hmm. were for black people. So but we typically as black people vote Democratic. Right. Mm-hmm. So after that episode came out, I had another conversation with my dad and he said to me that actually he voted for Reagan. 
Mm. Mm. And I was like, hold up. You just messed me up. Why would you do that? And he, he brought up a good point. Like, you know, sometimes you have to sit back and you look at the facts, look who's running, who is talking to your, you know, what policies are they putting out? What bills that are going to affect mm-hmm. you? So therefore you're going to vote accordingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might be typically Democrat, but if this person has an agenda that you feel as though is going to directly affect you, then you're going to go that way. So I was really shocked about that after that episode came out. I was like, you voted for Reagan? Okay. (laughs) You just threw me off. We we need to have a little bit more conversations because I don't know what the hell is going on over here. And now I'm really confused. But then we make also the point that I feel like as people, let's be realistic with people. You're not typically only one thing. Like, I Mm -hmm. feel like if you look at Republican and Democrat and you look at both, like you said, the agenda of what they believe in all of that, I think you could actually select from both sides. You understand what I'm saying? Like, there's that you could be like, oh, okay. Like, because I think, like we said, we're made to believe a certain way about a certain group of people, right? Mm -hmm. So we think, oh, these this group, I don't affiliate with them because they're this, or I don't affiliate with this group because they're this. But at the end of the day, again, if you do your homework and you sit down and you look at their viewpoints, you're like, oh, well, they're about business. I'm about business. You understand what I mean? And there's things that you could say, okay, I agree with that. I don't agree with that. So I feel like people are like down the middle mm-hmm. um, initially, if you really look at it that way. But Bert- yeah. Bertie, that, let me ask you this yeah. question, Bertie. So yeah. the question is, do they know that? Because I think a lot of people have been either they're not educated properly to know that you don't have to go down the line with just one mm-hmm. side. If you feel that the council, um, your councilman is a Republican and they can be able to do better for you, you can vote for that. And your, mm-hmm. you know, this person is a Democrat and they could do, you know, so it is really going to depend. So my question to you is, do they know that? And I don't think that they know that. Right. They don't. No, they don't. And I think this election, though, has and will open a lot of people's eyes and that for us to really pay attention what's going on, because these bills, these politicians, they affect our lives. Mm -hmm. Uh Because, I mean, to tell you the truth, there was one lady in Florida, in Jacksonville. And the thing is, also bring that point up is like there are certain good people, colored folks that may be Republican. Right. And people look at them and when they're like, oh, I'm a Republican, people automatically ostracize them. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, how could you be for this party? Do you know? And it's like they don't take time to listen. The reason why, like, we're judging like we're telling people not to judge right but then we're judging these people for exercising their rights you know what yeah. i mean regardless of how we feel mm-hmm. why they're doing it but just like you have a choice and you have a right to believe what you believe they have a right so i know there's like a lady that i met in when i was here in in jacksonville and she was running and she was running and uh, she was a colored lady really good um i heard her story but she was republican you know people of color that are republican a lot of people are like automatically won't vote for them just because it's like mm, i don't trust you you know what i mean it's like they they go with the other person automatically it's like uh well, I don't really know why you're Republican. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I feel bad. They, don't, they don't look at the good that you could do 
for mm-hmm. them or for the community. They automatically like assume like, oh my gosh, you're black. You should not be a Republican. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Just so the message in all of this is, is that you can be either Republican or Democrat. You just got to pay attention mm-hmm. to what directly affects you. Right. Because real talk, I feel like when 2016 elections, mm-hmm. yes, there was a lot of people that weren't ready for Hillary. And also, too, they looked at her history as some shady stuff that mm-hmm. she did. But I think the people voted Republican only they knew he wasn't qualified. They knew he didn't have experience. He, they knew he didn't serve office, but they were thinking about their agenda. Mm-hmm. They were thinking about the bills that are going to pass things that are going to affect them. They're thinking about their wallets. Mm-hmm. So they knew that they knew that man was not fit for the job. Right. You're mm-hmm. right. So many. I feel like I get a puppet because you want the fame so bad that I'm going to pull mm-hmm. your strings to get the things done that I need to get done. Piggyback right. on that. You're right. The Supreme Court, right? Mm. What, what's, that, what's that girl's name? Amy? What's her name again? I forgot her name. That they rushed in mm-hmm. after when they told Obama back before when Obama mm-hmm. was in office and told him you have to wait till after election to mm-hmm. appoint someone. But they went ahead and rushed her. What see how karma and stuff gets thrown back in your face? Mm-hmm. So the Supreme Court you know, all these cases he had mm-hmm. suing all these states for voter fraud. Mm-hmm. So that it went all the way to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court shut it down. Mm-hmm. They said they shut it down in 34 minutes. Mm. Yeah, it was fast. Like it was 34 like- minutes. So you put your people in place thinking that they were going to have your back. But at the end of the day, what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. Okay, they shut you down 34 minutes. Okay, so let me ask you a question, ladies. Why did they shut him down in 34 minutes? Why do you think they shut him down in 34 minutes? And Lisa knew he was full of statement. Exactly. That statement that you made, he thought they would have his back. Mm-hmm. How could I think that if you don't have my back and I'm kind of mm-hmm. leery on you that if I don't say something right, I know that you're going to oust me. So mm-hmm. why would I come support you if I know that there may be a chance that you not support me if I don't do right by you? So and it goes back to they use you as a puppet, puppet to yes. get what they need to get because they knew you were not qualified. They knew you never ran for public office. You never was in the military. So you know what? We know you like the fame and you like to run your mouth and all of that. So we're going to put you up front so we could do our business in the back. Mm-hmm. You understand? The other thing too with, I mean, no, not trying to be funny with judges, they have an ethical rights too. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the thing about it is, again, like you mentioned, Lisa, if, if you was a person that understood that it doesn't matter whether or not. And I know there's some, you know, the percentage of shady judges are out there. We're not going to there's shadiness. But overall, I don't think somebody would jeopardize the level of being in a Supreme Court. You know what I mean? To get to That's that level. Yeah. Exactly. To they, now, made like, they made it in their mind. So in my mind, they, they probably like they made it. And I'm then, not jeopardizing that for nobody. Nah, I'm not jeopardizing <laughs> that because you're the fool. You're the fool right. who let me walk right through the front door. So like, nah, I'm not. Yeah. Like, thank you. And yeah, yeah no. But no. um, so, you know, again, we're talking about reaction. So did family and friends, how did your family and, and friends react to the results, ladies? I feel like my family and friends, like everybody was relieved. We all did our part mm-hmm. to actually see the needle move. Mm-hmm. We all contributed to that needle moving mm-hmm. because of the pandemic, 
and the fuckery that was coming out of their mouth. It, it really gave people a lot of anxiety, affected their lives. Jobs were lost. Everything had to be shut down. So it really, really hit home. Like, no, you affected me. So I'm going to go out here and make sure. Mm-hmm. So there was a sense of relief. Like, okay. Right. That's okay. a good point. Yeah. And I need to pay attention. I need to, I need to get involved. I find a lot of family and friends were like, now I need to get involved. I need to find out how I can get involved. Do you think like the, um, the me too movement, black life matters, all those movements also going on at the same time impacted that, though that results too. I, uh, I want to say, how do I want to say it? I want to say yes and no, but I think, no, I I want to probably say yes, because because of the pandemic and people were at home and they, they were not distracted by work. They really had no choice to pay attention to what's going on. Mm -hmm. And they also had the time to go out there and protest and express Mm -hmm. how they feel because a lot of people were mad. They were mad as hell. Mm -hmm. So yes, I think it affected, it contributed to it as well. How about you, Tara? What do you think? What I think is they say God comes right on time. Mm-hmm. We were as a people on a whole, as a universe, the whole system shut down across the board. So now mm-hmm. we have to stop and remember what I said um, this morning. There's power in the weight. There is power in the weight. Mm-hmm. So with all that mm-hmm. waiting and just really looking and seeing and really hearing and absorbing and saying, is he really doing that? You see how people mm-hmm. are like, you know something, this, we can't do this anymore and things are not getting better. So it's not to say he was doing it. And then on the back end, he was trying to fix things. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't do that. He did what he wanted to do when he wanted to do how he wanted wanted to do it. So with that being said, and everybody watched how everything unfold Mm -hmm. from the lies to the deception, to the shucking and jiving, all of that. And like Lisa said, yes, there's a lot of um, relief. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a visible change here. And so with that change, because goes into, okay, so we're closing one door, right? Uh And we're opening a new door. Uh So for me, I've spoken to friends and their reaction is like you said, the words you guys are using is relief. Yes. Everybody's like, oh, thank God. You know Uh what I'm saying? Because I don't know if we could have done another four years. But at the same time, now that we have this change, people reaction that I'm finding with my friends and conversation that they're kind of like still waiting Right. They're still waiting for, Okay, we're here. Right. Because we've been here before. And yes, we made history. Right. But is a change really going to happen? Are Mm -hmm. you really going to do? That's what I'm. And I was kind of surprised to hear that from people, because normally, you know, people are like happy. But the reaction that I'm getting from friends is like now they're saying, okay, well, I'm just now just waiting to see what they ran on in their campaign. Are they really now going to put it to action? And magnifying glasses on. Yeah. So you let me know what reaction on, you know, on the back end are you getting from family and friends? 
So my concern and, you know, what I've gotten from family and friends is this is a big load for the president-elect Biden and for um, the vice president Harris to carry because they have to and must carry out what they started because if not... You thought all hell was going to break loose before? It ain't going to be nothing nice. It is not. It is not. It is not. So they have to and they must carry out. And I think um, the good foot um, that he's starting off with the first hundred days once he sworn in is that everybody wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Great idea. Great idea. Enforce that. Enforce it. Ramming down people's throat. Make the, I mean, every time you wake up, mask. You go to bed, mask. You're bathing, mask. You're cooking, mask. <laughs> everything. Yes, everything what, what should do you mean? be. I don't, I don't understand. I already take a bath with a mask on. I don't. Lisa, what? we're not talking about you. Lay, you laid up. You laid up. You exactly. laid up in bed. It's a mask, right? Well, <laughs> yo, you should be wearing a mask when you go to bed, people. <laughs> We're digressing, but yes. All right, sorry, 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 sorry. Let's focus. Sorry. Basically, wear a mask, whatever you're doing, wherever you're doing it, however you're doing it. Mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. Yes. You got to wear a mask when you play anyway. So what's the difference? Mm-hmm. You're just moving the location. Sorry. What about you, Lisa? Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Sorry. Let's get focused here. Um, okay. So what do I think? I think there is a lot of pressure on them. Mm-hmm. I think with Biden coming in office because he was a vice president, I feel like he's going to finish what Obama could not get done. Mm. Again, with Obama in office, we all felt had the same general consensus. All right. This is the first African-American president. Mm-hmm. I felt like this is amazing. It's historical. But those Republicans and those in office, they are not going to let him to do shit. And sure enough, by the end, there's a lot of African-Americans that felt like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. Obama didn't do nothing for us. But again, we talked mm-hmm. about this in the previous episode. Right. Is that educating yourself you understand the process that things Mm -hmm. have to go through the senate and congress and everything so he can have all these agendas but then are people going to let it through Mm -hmm. push it through for him so the beautiful thing now is with this uproar that we've had and then also too georgia's to senate the senate seats Mm -hmm. for election which is huge too Mm -hmm. Biden's going to be able to get through a lot of things that him and Obama were originally working on. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. The next thing also, too, he has been making his cabinet very diverse. There's mm-hmm. a lot of women. There's a lot of different nationalities mm-hmm. going on, which is a beautiful thing. Like we talked in another previous episode in the Caribbean island, there's certain things that mm-hmm we don't experience because in government, they Mm -hmm. all look like us. Mm -hmm. But here in the United States, that's not the case. So the beautiful thing is that once we start seeing more like us Mm -hmm. push agendas and policies that uh, do affect us, and again, we got to pay attention to what's going on. Mm -hmm. We have to get out there and vote. We got to get out there and knock on door. If someone is not doing what they say they're going to do, we got to hold them accountable and we got to go to the polls again. Mm -hmm. So the beautiful thing is that I I think they are going to, everyone's going to be watching them. We are all going to be watching them. 
But at the same time, too, I think we should support them because so far it looks like they're putting the right people in place. Mm -hmm. So, again, like Terry said, the first 100 days, that's a beautiful thing. And I think once he gets, well, he is sworn in now, Mm -hmm. it's now going to be, okay, if you're going to produce and you're going to basically follow through what you talked about, which I do have a good, I have faith that they are going to, try to at least accomplish majority of the things that they have listed down but also keep in mind they have a lot of shit to clean up too mm-hmm. from the fuckery this guy was in there you, you ever know watch a cartoon fuckery. fuckery is the word of the day please ladies and gentlemen write that down no if you've fuckery. never please use it in a sentence against lisa again lisa fuckery biden has to go in and clean up the fuckery Thank this you. last one <laughs> has left for him on his desk. That's the American version. And the West Indian version is clean up the blood clad fuckery. <laughs> there, we there we go. There we go. <laughs> Everyone took notes? Everyone got that? Just rewind. Please add that to your to your vocabulary. Yeah, <laughs> add it to the vocabulary. But yeah, that's the other unfortunate part also, too, is that he's got four. They got four years in office. Mm-hmm. And let's keep it real. Yeah. We yeah. got a lot of shit to clean up. So we also, too, as people have to sit back and be a little patient as mm-hmm. well. We have to be a little patient because that's four years of shit that you, man, you know, I was going to say, you ever seen the cartoons and they just... Mm. take the table and throw it up and mm-hmm. just everything's all over the place that's what i feel like it is right now because again like i had mentioned earlier i was listening to cnn and they were talking about how he's super moody he hasn't mm. conceded you know that yep yeah yep. that's not going down because that actually, is a shenanigan if that is not shenanigan central ladies and gentlemen we're gonna start like just a shenanigan you know central podcast Please, Lisa, please go into this shenanigan and say what you just said so the people understand this shenanigan right here. So in a normal election, that that doesn't have shenanigan. When the person loses, what are they supposed to do, Lisa? Concede. Okay. So explain the shenanigan with this office so that the people understand the shenanigan. This one is in here having a temper tantrum. He's moody. He's isolated himself. Mm. Um, his uh, team doesn't want to even have conversations with him because they're afraid the first thing he's going to bring up is, don't you think I should have won? Mm. Um, what Don't you think I was robbed? Um, he's um, his other administ- the other people in his administration said that he's checked out. Mm. You know, so he's just there. He's just moody. I mean, that to me is not presidential. That's not professional. And that's not adulting. Mm. What's the difference between then and now? I don't know. Is Was there a difference between then and now? I mean, I think that it's just really showing his ugly, oh, rare and ugly head. I think oh, it's I- just really like I'm in here throwing a temper tantrum for real. But the amazing thing is from one of the, you know, many sources and news and stuff people speculating is that he said he wants to come back for another four years. So my thing is, and I know the answer to this, but I just have to ask because the big truck is coming. 
Because the big truck, they know. They know. They they already know. (laughs) They know the fuckery and the shenanigans happening. They're going to go, they're driving to go uh, move him out. (laughs) So the thing is, if you're trying to be elected for another four years, because technically he could come back for just another four years, would you not want to? Wouldn't it be wise to kind of like leave in a good faith and show people like, OK, if they if this administration don't do what they're supposed to do, I'm going to be right there. You know what I mean? Because like you said, Terry, he has a fan base. Wouldn't it be wise to leave in a good faith so that way when you come back, people are going to be like, you know what? We gave these people a chance. Let's just put them back in there. I'm just asking the question. That, isn't that equivalent to you giving your two weeks notice and or just walking out and quitting or you taking the desk and throwing it up like fuck everybody and just <laughs> running amok and stealing stuff and running around crazy or no, you give your two weeks notice. Listen, what do you need help with the transition? What do you need handing over? Because you don't know if you need these people again. Mm-hmm. Right? Who we are we do talking that? about? Who are we talking about? <laughs> did, did I miss something here in the conversation? Right. What are we yes. talking about? Bring us back, Tara. Bring us back. We lost. We my we bad. lost. We, yeah, we we got sidetracked. We we right, had temporary amnesia. Yeah, we had. When yeah. you know the beast you are dealing with, you mm. work accordingly. That's my That's saying right there. That's so, true. That's a and good thing. For all for everybody out there who may not know the definition of concede or who already knows, let me just reiterate it. <laughs> the t- definition is to admit that something is true or valid after mm-hmm. first denying or resisting it. So Mm-mm-mm. with that being said, I don't mm. think that's ever gonna happen though. But keep in mind too, technically it's a it's a professional thing to do. They're not required. They don't have to do it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They don't have to do it. So in his mind, if it's in the book saying that I don't have to do it, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. Even though Obama gave you that courtesy. Mm. Even though Obama came out and he was like, Listen, the the election is done. It's in. Mm-hmm. Let's give this person the respect. Mm-hmm. Let's work together. Mm. Oh, sorry. That's called class, right? Oh, my bad. Okay, never mind. I, I, see, again, see, I, was just I have, my, I have my index finger on my lips. I'm not saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. So, so enough about the shenanigans. Let's talk okay. about this history in the making, because I think that's a proud moment yes. that we should spend more time, you know, discussing focusing and focusing on. So, like, let's just give a back and now shout out to the, you know, Miss Harris, Madam Vice President. Um, go ahead, Terry. Tell, tell, tell the people how you feel. Tell the people how, you know what I mean, what this represents, um, you know, to this nation. It is a proud moment uh, for women of color. Mm. For women, mm-hmm. for the melting pot that mm-hmm. she brings to the table, okay, that she is there going to be representing us. And she's not only representing just the women of color, but she's representing all women. And she's letting people know that, yes, we can do this. This is the second time we had such such a historical event that has happened Mm -hmm. to 
us, Mm -hmm. a win for us. Yes, I'm going to say it. It's a win for us. We're getting there slowly. We're chipping chipping away at it slowly but surely, and we are making progress. And if we stand together and we continue to chip, Mm -hmm. we will get to where we need to get to, but we got to stand together. And it it does work. There's power in numbers. Mm -hmm. And as you can see, we had the first... Um, we had the first African-American male and he also represented a melting Mm -hmm. pot because of what his diverse background. Mm -hmm. And now we have another one with a diverse background. So Mm -hmm. you can't just say they just all just, you know, um, African-American or just black. They, Mm -hmm. they represent a lot of us. So I am Mm -hmm. happy. I am proud. I am excited. And my question that I have for you ladies is what, what do we plan to do? Um, how are we contributing? Yeah, that's a very good question. That's a very good question. I know for me, I feel like, um, just finding out where I can help where I live in DC, getting involved. That's how I feel like I can contribute right now. So I'm actually still trying to figure out what exactly, but I've made the mental decision that I'm going to get involved mm-hmm. in my DC politics and figure out what's going on. So that you can uh, hold tight. I'll follow up with that one, but I'm definitely getting involved. So for me, I would say there are so many different things, but I feel like this podcast is actually a way for us to get involved. So reason being is because we're letting our voice being heard. Right. And I think sometimes we don't know the power that we have in that because we don't know how impactful that we are. As like you said, Terry, she's representing diversity and we're diverse Mm -hmm. on this podcast and we're expressing our views and we're expressing our thoughts. So as long as I feel like we're having conversation and we're open to anyone to come on and express their views, I think that also makes a change because you don't you have to learn from history you have to you know seize the moment but you also have to embrace all different type of life all different type of culture all different type of so you could know how you know what I mean how to be involved because the thing is we could say okay I could be involved in this and that but if I don't understand what this community needs or these people need or all of that then I can't get involved it's just me going and I'm shooting myself in the foot because I don't really understand so it's we have to I think as a people embrace one another within ourselves you know what I mean to kind of like better love ourselves better be there for each other better stay connected to each other right and in that way it starts with what we're doing here and then the seed that we're planting for you know what I'm saying for whoever's listening you know so that they know like hey they're different they're able to make it work they're women so I could do that too and then they're having conversation within their own you know what I mean little bubble and then that grows and that grows so I think for me this podcast is one of the ways just having the conversation one of the ways to stay involved to continue to stay involved and like you said Lisa looking in your area and you know connect with people mm-hmm. of all different types because at the same time it's not also just being a person of color and you're only connecting with color you have to be able to connect and take the prejudice off just seeing people for people does that make sense what yeah. i'm saying yes. um and in that way you're going to be able to attract and have those conversation that's going to help because the other thing too is i want to make sure like um to also make that point like i think lisa you said with this new administration, just like we people elected them, 
I think that we also can help them with their agenda. Like you mentioned, knock on the door of your councilman. You also still have the power to continue to help them to get those agenda across. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't doesn't stop there with just, oh, okay, I voted. You could still continue to, to help them get their agenda through because it's us they represent us, the people. You have to be in there with them for the four years and hopefully eight years, but mm-hmm. for the four years yeah. that they're in there. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any last thought, ladies? Congratulations. We're excited for this new page that's turning. Um, we have to definitely be patient. Mm-hmm. This pandemic is not easy, too, because they got to clean that up, too. That's mm-hmm. a whole nother kettle of fish. Yeah. So just <laughs> praying for people. Hope they get the blessings that they need to get them and their families through this mm-hmm. pandemic. And we just hold on as a people, educate ourselves, continue to educate ourselves mm-hmm. and find where you can can contribute, get in where you can fit in and just don't lay down and be like, oh, well, somebody mm-hmm. else is going to handle it. Somebody else is going to do it. And then later you're going to complain when it affects you. Now we all have to be the change. So, right. I think that's very good. And on that note, if you please let us know how your family and friends reacted, how you feel about this momentum history and the making, and also share with us, like Terry said, um, how are you going to stay connected and involved? So connect with us, let us know, and we would love to hear from you. We out. À la prochaine, le peuple. Thank you for joining us this week on Unfiltered Liming with BLT. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and join our Facebook page at Unfiltered Liming with BLT. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh, exciting content. See you next Thursday, same time, same station. Unfiltered Liming with BLT is edited and produced by Unfiltered Liming with BLT.